Hi everyone, this is Donna Kunstler and welcome to another episode of the All Fab Nice. So hi everyone, I'm Donna Kunstler and welcome to the first session of the All Fab Nice Tips. Our topic for today is connecting people before your move abroad. So let me just share my screen. So welcome, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are. So let's start. So first, a little something about me. Uh, my name is Donna Kunzler. I'm originally from Bacoor, Cavite in the Philippines. I've been based overseas for almost 20 years now. So I left Philippines back in 2001. Um, I have lived in Singapore, uh, San Jose, California in the U.S., uh, London in U.K., Basel in Switzerland, and I'm currently based in Zurich in Switzerland. And I'm also the author of The Overseas Fabulous Pinay, a modern Filipinas handbook on how to thrive abroad, so which I published just back in March. So our topic for today is about connecting. So when we talk about connecting, what exactly does this mean? So in what context? So when we say connect, we mean um, making contact, engaging with people, reaching out, communicating, and basically just talking to someone. So why should we connect? So why why bother, right? So if we're moving abroad. So first is insider information. So maybe if you're planning or preparing for your move overseas, you're already doing a lot of research. So you're looking at blogs, looking at websites, or looking at you know travel books, um, like living in whatever city guidebooks. But then, um, if you talk to people directly, you may find that you will get additional information that are not necessarily in those books or those published material. For example, say, you know, you want to live in a certain area, so a person might be able to give you more insights such as, you know, the, the place may not be, it may be a dodgy place or not safe in general or that the community is really good, so it's good for expats, so you will get those types of information. And also, when you connect with people, you tend to get more up-to-date information. So, let's say now, especially now during the pandemic, let's say you need to move to Spain. So you might be wondering like how safe is it really to, to move right now or should we wait more? How is the government? How are the people reacting to the whole situation? So you can get more, um, um, it's, it's really more up to date. So it's uh, yeah, kind of real time. So and let's say if there's a recession happening, so you will know more about, you know, is it really hard to live there at the moment? Maybe you should wait. 
or maybe it's the time to move now to if you want to purchase something like property now is a good time to invest so those kinds of tips Um, and lastly if you do connect with people then sometimes it happens that you have instant friends so if they are referred by other friends as well so um, based on the connection that you have so basically it gives some credibility to the type of connection right and if fortunately you kind of um, you're compatible with the people then they also become your friends when you move to that destination so that's why it's also important to really reach out to the people and what you will find is a lot of people are willing to help and they do have a soft spot especially if you have a good connection let's say either you're coming from the same hometown back in the philippines or you studied in the same school or you know a common friend which is like a close friend of theirs so it kind of vouches for your personality as well because you're associated with those people and you're instantly welcomed into into their community So when is it good to connect or to start connecting with people? It's really advisable to connect before your move as part of your planning and preparation phase. So in relation to the things that I have mentioned earlier on the the main benefits of connecting with people, because you know the information that you will get it might still influence your overall decision about your target destination um for example maybe you know you're planning to to go and live abroad to to improve your english language skills and you were thinking of scotland and it's um well maybe you don't know but in scotland it's it's really hard to understand um their accent so that might not really fulfill your your objective right so that's a simple case of you know it might influence your overall decision so maybe you want to move to to london instead or england somewhere in england instead of scotland um and next is it may impact the actual timing of your move um another example let's say you're moving to a very cold country like iceland and or somewhere in scandinavia and you've never had you've never experienced winter before so with talking to people you may get an idea of really how hard the winter can be um, in those countries so you may want to reschedule your actual move so maybe you want to move during spring or summer or fall so that you will ease into the weather before you're like diving straight to the to the harsh winter weather. And it may also impact the logistics of your move. So when you're planning your move, of course, you need to plan um, where you need to stay, what you have to pack or what you need to wear. So even though let's say weather wise we know that it's you know winter spring summer or fall but right now it's kind of erratic and let's say you're moving 
you're you're planning to to fly next week already you may want to check with the people your connections like how is the weather really what should i pack you know and this is very important let's say um it's still very cold especially winter winter gear you don't necessarily want to bring it they're normally heavy um in your suitcase so that's a big decision so should you actually like give it to the movers or should you pack it in your suitcase just in case so with that additional information it helps you then to to plan properly for for your actual trip and finally it's really good to already have connections in case you will need help before or upon your arrival so in in some cases maybe you need somewhere to crash to first you know until you find a flat and i have experienced this myself you know when i moved to us i actually um got connected to a batchmate in university which i did not necessarily know before but it's a friend of my friend so we got connected and i actually um stayed with them for a few weeks until i was able to find flats so that was very helpful another thing is um yeah you may want someone to really show you around the locality um until you get used to to certain things like taking public transport um or orienting yourself with with the place so it's really nice um yeah and then another thing that i thought of is you might also need an address to you know a temporary address where your shipment will be will be delivered so that may also help right so if you don't have a permanent address yet you can actually provide the address of your um, connection so who do you want to connect with so not just any people so it's very important that you can connect to people who are currently there so obviously if they're living there now so the information that you will get is really fresh you know up to date um and it's also nice to to connect with people who have recently lived there so let's say one or two years maybe who have been there because they can give you some insights on how it's like what was it how was it like to live in that place you know what are the pros and cons right um and also people who are planning to live there because just like yourself you know when you're planning to live there you're probably getting a lot of doing a lot of research so you can actually compare notes with with these people you know if you know um there might be some information or decisions that may impact depending on what we talk about either in terms of work or in terms of where to live uh and when to go there when to move or or even compare notes with you know what suppliers you're using like your movers uh you know what even like airline tickets that you will get yeah now how do you connect with people so if you see this diagram so it this just shows how connected we are in general if you've heard of the saying like we're the six, six degrees of separation right so everyone is connected somehow and um similarly so use your network 
um, with your network, you'll never know. You might already get some connections through them. So you have your family, your friends, colleagues, customers, suppliers, and your existing social groups, right? So all you need to do is ask. Tell them, you know, um, that you're moving. So do they know anyone who lives in your target destination or or people who have recently lived or also planning to move to that destination and to to actually connect you okay so and if they do connect you so make sure that you know once you've been introduced you also do your part and do the follow-up so it's not um simply like you know if you were introduced via email or or message right that you're just quiet so once you're introduced you say like oh thank you for introducing me and hello it's nice to meet you and then you kind of propose like how you want to to get in touch if you know if face-to-face is possible or you do a chat via phone or via messenger or facebook uh, yeah facebook messenger um or you know you also kind of suggest do you want to connect regularly or are are they are they more like uh it depends on the type of person right maybe they just want to get all your questions and they will answer right away or for some they're okay with you contacting them every now and then if you have questions so depending on how open they are to to connecting Now, a very important one, um, if you do not have anyone to connect with, so what do you do? So let's say you tried your network, right? And there's really still no one, really just no one um, has anyone to connect you with. So don't fret. So there's still a way. So if you don't know anyone, so take note that we have many other resources that you can fall back on so first is the social network or or interest groups um, like in facebook what you will find is there are many groups right there so all you need to do is search for them you can do keywords like expat in you know let's say expat expats in dubai or filipinos in italy architects in or depending on your on your occupation right even you know singles in or if you're a mom mothers or moms in a specific uh, country or city or even parents you know you know parents in or expat parents in in switzerland or in zurich so you definitely can can use those so you have um you also have specific expat organizations are so really catering to to foreigners um, living abroad. So an example is um, Internations. So Internations is a big organization. It's present in many countries. So you can register there as a member. You don't necessarily need to pay, but I think um, it depends on the type of man- membership that you have on how um, extensively you can you can join the communities and engage there's also couch surfing so couch surfing of course has a different kind of um, objective it's more of you know um, it, it started out as um, it's either you want to host a person or you want to um, to actually stay 
uh, with the person on their couch. But what most people don't know is they have community groups as well, and I have used them personally. Uh, they have community boards, so you can join those, and there are also communities uh, or groups that cater specifically to, to newcomers or newbies in a, in a town, and you can ask all your questions there. They're, they're very accommodating. Um, what else? Um, what you will find as well is if you go to the Philippine embassies, um, the Philippine embassy websites, they normally have links or a list of Filipino organizations in that certain country. So you can also tap into those, right? And, and search for, you know, a specific Filipino group that interests you. You can join and you can start engaging with people. Alumni groups is also a good resource. So uh, check your university or even your profession, you know. Typically, there's like a Philippine association of maybe accountants that's based in California. Or... Um, let's say, alumni groups of uh, UP College of Law, alumni group based in based in New York, let's say. Huh? So you can, you can tap those. And other groups, let's say you're more interested in women's groups. So there's Lean In. Lean In is now global as well. It's become a community group now. Um, and then Meetup. Meetup is very good. It's uh, generally, as the term implies, it people use it to, to meet up with, with people that they're, they have commonalities with. And you may find also groups in meetup that's specific to, to newcomers or newbies in a certain town or people planning to move to, you know, you, you have to be very specific in terms of um, what group you want to join. So... In essence, um, the key thing here is, you know, search for your community because in the specific community, if you have commonalities, it's easier to talk to people. You know, you have some common interests, maybe hobbies or professions. And um, yeah, and then you can start talking to, the, to those people and you will find that they're also interested or more open to engage because the topic is very appropriate so let's say you join um, a photography photography group but then you're talking about you know your concerns are more about the logistics of moving there which has nothing to do with with being a photographer then it doesn't make sense right so it has to be aligned maybe you have like foreigner photographers based in a certain city and you want to talk about, you know, how is it like for a foreigner to really establish um, yourself in, in a given city, then, then it makes sense, right? So make sure that whenever you join these groups, um, your objectives are aligned with also the type of groups that you join, okay? So that's really about it for this session, okay? And um, yeah, so if you do and if you did enjoy this presentation, so please, um, yeah, I mean, there's more guidance and practical tips that can be found in the Overseas Fabulous Pinay book. And you can get my book, um, um, you can go to the website, so alfabpinaycom slash books, 
or it's also available in major um, online retail shops like um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kobo, Indiebound, and and much more. Okay, so it's it's basically available predominantly everywhere. Okay. And lastly, so please, um, yeah, if you enjoyed this session, please do follow me. So I'm in, the website is www.altadpinay.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. And my account is at altadpinay. So thank you everyone for joining. And that's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and I hope you'll continue to listen to the All Fab Pinay's podcast. If you know an All Fab Pinay that should be featured in the podcast, please send me an email at donna at allfabpinay.com. This is Donna Villana Kunzler wishing you a nice day or evening and stay fabulous!